Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Hello and welcome to episode 139 of Myths. It's Mythtastic. Dan, how are you doing today? I'm very good, thank you, Matthew. I'm confused because we've never once used the phrase <laughs> Mythtastic. I thought I'd try it out. Yeah, get some brand, uh, you know, merch getting on. You know, like, do you ever see cafe- cafes now which have their own merchandise? It's like, what's going on there? And I feel like we are essentially the cafe of the podcast world. So why don't we get our own merch? All right, two things on that. Firstly, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm so I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, I do know what you mean about cafes always selling their own merch. I don't know if this is a hard rock cafe thing uh, that they just do now. Starbucks. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. And secondly, we are literally 30 seconds in and you've already done a terrible Matt Hoss analogy. We are the cafe of the podcast world. <laughs> what are you on about? What do you, know, you think you meant by that? I don't even know if you know what you meant I, by that. Well, what I mean by that, obviously, and as the, the, the listeners right now, they, they're screaming at you, Dan, t- telling you, obviously, it's a good metaphor for like, you know, you sit down, get a cup of coffee, get nice and relaxed, you have a bit of a chin mic, you, you try to talk about something important, but then you get sidetracked, you make a few dick jokes, and then you uh, you analyze it in your head afterwards. That's If that's not this podcast, I don't know what it is. That is, that is a good analogy. That is a good analogy. All right, fine. We'll keep it. <laughs> yes! You know what, Dan, right? Here's the thing. I think when I first started this podcast, like if you listen to the early ones, listen them, you'll be able to hear me doing a lot of bad analogies. Do you remember these, Dan? I did a lot, a lot of bad analogies. Do you remember? What do you mean you did? You just did one. No, but right like, I, 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 made it, I made it work. You said it was good. <laughs> you just said it was good. Yeah, but originally, I mean, come on. I'm just... Originally, it was shit. <laughs> Also, production meeting, is your mic working? Because I'm not getting squiggles when you speak. Yeah, it is definitely working. And it's just because your squeals are fucking massive. That's why. <laughs> you have, normally you have a separate line for your squiggles. Right. Well, yeah, I literally, I, I'm not, like, it literally is working. Um, uh, And if like, I, I actually feel a bit upset that you, you, you come for my squiggles. I'm pretty sure it's working. I just find it strange that it's not got squiggles oh, like it normally has. Mr. I, I, I arrive and my mic never works is giving me tech advice, eh? Oh, all right. Yeah, sure. You tell you what, what I'm going to do, I'm going to create a side recording and I'm going to record it just in case, in case I am wrong. But I, if, it is, if I'm not wrong, I'm going to be fuming. <laughs> right, so bear with me. I'm not going to cut this out, by the way. This is all staying in. So, so uh. yeah, you better think of something funny to say whilst I open up Audacity. Thank you very much. Are you literally opening up a separate yeah. thing just to I'm, see if your I'm mic not, is working? No, no, I'm not opening up a separate thing. I, I'm going to record on a different format so that you, <laughs> you, you, Mr. Oh, your All mic's right. not working. Uh, it's definitely going to be, I have a backup, okay? Well, this is going to be really cringe now, isn't it? If people are listening to me say that your mic isn't working, then they've been listening the whole time, being like, well, silence. <laughs> Pure silence. <laughs> oh my god! If this whole time they're only getting my side of this, we're keeping that in. Yeah. If this is just me telling you that your mic doesn't work, followed by thirty seconds of silence at a time, 
Dad's jokes. Yeah, even and the first thing I they hear is, I just don't know why you why are you squiggles? Why would it have squiggles for me, but not for you? Why would it do that? Your squiggles are big, but also like uh, I also imagine the first thing you hear <laughs> is squiggles. just you be like, that's a terrible analogy. <laughs> anyway, right, I'm going to start recording my end. Three, two, one, and hello and welcome to Miss One Three Nine. It's Miftastic. Still, we still got it. So, uh, so Dan, how are you doing today? I'm so confused. Am I meant to be now doing no, no, it separate? Are we doing like two recordings at the same time? No, no. We're, I'm we're just recording my own end, so that means that we'll always have a backup copy. Do you know what I mean? Of my voice, not of your voice. So there's two copies of my voice. Oh, I see. Yeah, that makes sense. I get it now. I thought you were like, I thought you were going to like record your voice separately was talking to me to then listen back to to decide if your mic was working <laughs> right so just a little bit behind the scenes more so than we've already done dear listener because i'm not cutting this out dan <laughs> um we you you told why are we chaos what is wrong with us why can't I we think... just do one normal thing <laughs> can't we just record a podcast one day where it just works and no. we just it's just good podcast it's just it a is good, good podcast not us being like you started with a terrible analogy. I questioned your mic. You got upset about it. Gosh, one day. <laughs> one day. Fingers crossed for 140. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to turn it around. And also, we just I just heard in a, a post a pre-production meeting that one of your colleagues listened to this podcast, but only the preamble, which I applauded that a lot. I like it. However, imagine if this is the preamble you're listening to, because I'm well sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I was telling Matt before we recorded that. Uh, because believe it or not, we actually do stuff before we click record. That's right, <laughs> listeners. We actually think we click record at a time when it's the right time to click record. We actively warm up and then record. Mm. And it's still the classic myths preamble that we know and love. You won't even want to know what we talk about beforehand. It's just a mess. Well, but this it, time, yeah. it was me saying that my colleague, Meg, shout out to Meg. She listens to uh, myths in the gym. Yeah. Uh, but she just listens to the preamble, and then she, she and just then... listens to you in the gym. Apparently, just you doing. <laughs> she's there doing her bicep curls, and just say so it's like that's a terrible analogy. Come on, Matt. Yeah, well, this yeah, this this episode may well just be me in silence, uh, followed by. <laughs> I think hey. I think we should release an edit where it's just your voice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of the podcasts are just your voice, aren't they, Matt? Oh, that's that's cruel. You 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 alluded to that earlier, saying there was a thirty second silence, which was rude because I never talked that long. And secondly, oh, I'm well, when you're reading the myth, is yeah, yeah, but I you make you didn't say that. It sounds like I'm the talkative one. Well, why would I say that? I'm doing it for comic effect. Yeah, but you you know what you you like to stab your little knifey knife in my backy back. So in my fronty front, actually, you're talking to me face to face. So uh, yeah, I do. I do. Well, I also might say Matthew. <laughs> Either I'm able to... Yeah, I'm just going to cut you off whilst you keep saying <laughs> nonsense. Um, you are wearing very on-brand clothes today. <laughs> it's Matt Hoss co uh, Comedy Merchandise. Get it from your local cafe, people. Uh, yeah, sorry. That was a callback. So. Well, only to people that were listening, <laughs> if your mic worked. Yes. So, yeah, Dan. Uh, so, well, what, what shirt am I wearing today? You're wearing a Metallica shirt, which I think is very on-brand. Yeah. And it looks like a more... Like a newer Metallica shirt. And you'd be right, because I saw Metallica. Guess how many times I've seen Metallica in the last month? If it's more than twice, then that's impressive. In fact, twice is impressive. Twice. The answer is four times. What? <laughs> yeah. Right, to no, be fair. You haven't. 
There's, I have actually, legitimately have, because to be fair, they're doing a world tour at the moment where they, they go to a city and pl do two nights there and two different set lists every night. So, yeah, so technically I've seen them four times. So I saw them in Paris um, and then I've seen them in Download at, at Dunton Festival. So, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, you saw both sets. I, I saw all four sets uh, and yes, it was uh, very good. Although I did have food poisoning for the third one. So I had to try for the entire night not to shit myself during, <laughs> during Metallica and during a mosh pit, quite difficult. Were you just standing up uh, being a sweaty mess, being like, oh my God. But Metallica got you through. That's quite impressive. Well, you say I was a sweaty mess, but that was all four gigs. <laughs> <laughs> Every gig. Mess. That's why I think uh, the t-shirt. I was just sweating too much. Are you not impressed that I acknowledged that that was a new Metallica shirt? Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. You've you've done well. You 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 like to keep up on your current trends of me. You look you're looking at my squiggles. You're looking at my shirt. It's very nice. Well, but, some of your you have a lot of you have a lot of band shirts. You have yeah. a lot of that's very on brand for you. Yeah. And they're all in different stages of like wear and tear, and you can kind <laughs> of age where you got, got mm. the where you got the t-shirt from. Yeah, genuinely, there's there is a uh, life progression of shirts, and I'm sure people will have this as well, like band shirts when you're a teenager to where you are now like i feel like shirts kind of go through a life cycle anyway like the start off is like oh i'm wearing this on a night out this is my prestige shirt i'm gonna wear this at special occasions then then it gets demoted to oh i'm just gonna wear it on a weekday then it gets demoted to you know eventually it gets down the ladders of i'm gonna wear this to, to bed do you know what i mean that's that's the uh that's the death knell of the t-shirt well, i think mine goes even further because i think goes wear to bed and then there's another stage beyond that which is like suddenly i find myself needing a t-shirt to like decorate a room yes. or do something that's yeah. going to potentially get it damaged permanently that then that's really when it's happening because mm. i'm actively sacrificing it knowing yeah. that this could be the last time i ever wear it but it, it then becomes a decorating shirt but I'll then it becomes it. a decorating shirt yeah and that's me both no i do a lot of decorating <laughs> yeah well dan i did have a question for you my friend my dear please um, so yeah, you know, you know something about me that I am wearing a new Metallica shirt. It's looking quite good, but you, Dan, you're wearing something brand new. But it's not it's not an item of clothing. It's it's hair on your face. You've got a beard. What's going on there, Dan? I have I have decided. A lot of people are noticing it. Thank you. Yeah, because you you have like a street magician vibe. I've got to say, like That's it feels like for. you could tell. Like, I if you did a card trick right now, I'd be very impressed by it. Yeah, you know I mean. If if you if I made you think of a card and then yeah. you said that card and then right, you were yeah. sitting and then it turned out you've been sitting on that card the whole time, what would you do? I I think I would literally and I'm not quite joking here, I might shit myself because <laughs> I've got food poisoning still. <laughs> say a card. Okay, uh, I'm gonna think of a card. I'm gonna say it out loud. I'm thinking uh seven of spades. Alright. You can change your mind? No, I'm gonna stick with that. Seven right. of spades. Stand up, turn around, and look at your look at your seat. Okay, I'm literally gonna do this, by the way. So I'm gonna stand up, turn around. Holy shit, it's there! It's clever, isn't it? Yeah, very good, very good stuff. Um, I can't, how did you do that though? I'm 200 miles away. Oh, you know, I got my contacts. Yeah, you you, you look very sophisticated with the beard though, Dan, because it's kind of like a bit of a goatee kind of vibe. Looks like yeah, a... it's mostly a goatee to be honest. Uh, yeah. I can't grow enough facial hair on the side. I've kind of got the strip on the jawline. Mm. I, I, there is context to this. I was uh, in a play <laughs> about a month to ago. A beard. 
<laughs> I was in a play about a month ago, um, yeah. and I played King James the First. Oh, it's very regal. Slash England, yeah, or King James yeah. the Seventh of you know, King James the Sixth of Scotland, King James the First of England, um, and in all his portraits, he has a goatee. So I grew a goatee, um, and I'd never really grown facial hair before. Um, but this was the first time ever where I really let, and I let it get past the itchy stage and then it was fine. And then I shaved it back. Um, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people told me to keep it. They were like, actually, Dan, I actually really like this. And I, first I thought they were being mean. (laughs) I just assumed that it was a practical joke, but then it started to be from people I actually genuinely trust. And that I know would tell me if it looked terrible and I've just kind of worked on with it now. And now it's Mm. been a month. People have just got used to me having it. Yeah, but I, everyone. I, but sometimes yeah. I see new people, such as yourself, and I'm suddenly like, "Oh yeah, I forget that I've got this." So you you think yay or nay? Because I really want people's opinions on this. Hmm. I. You know what? I'm not a biggest beard fan in the world. I think that's that's fair to say. I'm like, I feel maybe there's a bit of beard envy for me because I also can't grow beards very well. In fact, I've started to ride out. I got a bit. I like. I don't mind a bit of stubble these days. You know what I mean? Like, mm. uh, but I, I usually have to go baby face because I can't do it. But. But I actually feel that it's uh, it's quite sophisticated. You know what I mean? It shows like it feels like it feels like you could be either a very handsome engineer or a very bad D and D player. So, <laughs> but we're trying both of those things. Yeah, are you actually? Yeah. Well, I'm a terrible D and D player. <laughs> Never played it. And one time uh, I um, fixed a fighter pilot. Fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that advert, you know, the one that's like, yeah. if you can fix a bike, then you can fix a car. If you can fix a car, then you can fix a Mac 1 2 Apache helicopter for the. And you're like, can you? That's like quite a big jump. But yeah, and I can't even fix a bike, mate. Yeah, you know I mean, like, I. I, I but you I, can I, fix an Apache helicopter. I know you can. <laughs> yeah, I can. It's, what, it's what I do in my spare time, really. It's like uh, just a, a small little quick fix. Like, uh, yeah, like, that's, that's too much pressure. But yeah, you look, you look like. Uh, you know, it's very, very sophisticated. I think it does suit you, actually. Um, thank you. Thank I don't you. Think... I've had some friends tell me it was, I was, they were indifferent to it, but other people have told me genuinely they really like it. My concern was not so much growing a beard, because I feel like everyone you know, can grow a beard and look good in a beard. Mine right. is specifically that I can't grow enough on my cheek, so I kind yeah. of have to keep it very goatee-like, yeah. and that was my worry. I didn't want to look like Richard Hammond or a paedophile, which I'm not <laughs> saying Richard Hammond is. I just want to make that clear. That were two separate thoughts. Um <laughs> Don't make me beep it out, Dan. <laughs> Don't make me beep it. But no, this is good to know. Okay, yeah. so this is yet another feedback. Yeah, because I, I feel like I don't. I feel like it's a uh, it's it suits you. I don't think many people look good in a goatee, but you may be one of the rare ones. Do you know what I mean? Well, I'm hoping that I just wear it for so long that people just associate me not so much as being like, oh, Dan suits a goatee. It just becomes like, oh, that's what Dan looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It is a different. It's, it's, it seems like you've evolved a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. This is this is your first character growth in all our podcasts so far. Yeah, wow, it is. well it done. It really is. I've also, we'll we, don't see. To, we don't have to talk about this right now. But like, you you are now recording in a brand new room. It seems like you've got a, a upwards light. You've got a cabinet. You have, uh, yeah. Where where are you recording, Dan? Well, Matt, when you get a goatee, you also go up in the world. I think this is what's. I'm finding that when you have a goatee, things just happen to you. Yeah, you you uh you you get invited to the goatee penthouse. Yes, mostly it's me getting arrested because I look like a wanted poster, but otherwise, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I have moved because you moved my flat. flatmate moved. My flatmates moved out, and I've moved up into the room upstairs. 
Okay, so it's still the same flat, but you moved because I was really I was, I was about to be upset then. We, we, if you ever leave that flat, uh, we're going to do like a little goodbye party because many many a bad <laughs> podcast we're recording. <laughs> <in there. laughs> This is true. Many terrible things have happened oh, in this, yeah, in this flat. Um, uh, yeah, no, I'm upstairs now. Much better lighting, though, huh? Not that that matters for the podcast, of course, because I'm yeah. slowly learning that a podcast is an audio thing. <laughs> well, the, that's your second yeah. character growth in, in five years. And wow, time flies. But yeah, I I think that's pretty cool. It looks it looks very nice. And uh, yeah, yeah, well done, Dan. You, you're moving up in the world. Thank you. Thank you. You still uh, have a green screen behind you because you do nefarious things in that room. Don't say nefarious when you're talking about paedophiles earlier, by the way, because. <laughs> oh, that was a separate. That was so long ago, Matt. Come on. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, I think it's time for us. That's me, you and listener, dear. The head to the cafe of our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> do you remember that? Uh, we were head to the cafe of our podcast. A nice cup of myth. Oh, I don't mind that. Grab your myth and let's take a squig. Mm. A squig? <laughs> a squig? No, a squig. A squig. That, that sounds... Uh, yeah, anyway, just, just see us in the next part. as ever dan um smooth, smooth like a as of ever oh these <laughs> these transitions are super smooth um <laughs> i like how you said in the preamp like in the pre-production stuff we do warm up i <laughs> do <we> bollocks <laughs> so warm yeah i realized as i said that, that i just lied outright because it's he... not a warm-up it's just that we chat shit and then we actually go should we record something and then we record it <laughs> it's more of a cold off we get less frosty but <laughs> not... it was good that that preamble was uh of a decent length um because <laughs> fuck's not the longest not the longest myth today okay we're gonna have to really really impose ourselves into this yeah i mean really 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 like fill it <laughs> well no i was thinking we don't have to fill it because we've done preamble that's literally what i'm saying Okay, oh, I'm doing that thing Megan. again when we start our production. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> say goodbye to my colleague Meg. She's already flicked onto her playlist because yeah. uh, she doesn't like the myth. Listening to Kate Bush uh, and not listening to what we what we talking about today, Dan. Uh, we're talking about. We're still doing Chinese mythology. Uh, we are talking about um, now. Do you remember? And of course you will, uh, both listener and Matt. Do you remember our good friend Pangu? Is Do you remember he Pangu? A rabbit uh, on the moon. No, that's Changi. Uh, Pangu is the guy who uh, is the guy that was like the first being, and he kind of floated around in space in an egg. Remember Pangu? <laughs> I gotta be honest, Dan. Um, I don't remember any of this so far. I'm, I'm scrolling through past. It was episode, episode one thirty. He was the yin and the yang. He was born inside an egg that slept for eighteen thousand years. Oh yeah. Do you remember? And then he broke out of the shell of the egg and emerged into the void. 
Yeah. And then the yolk sunk down to become land, and the two halves of the shell became the sun and the moon. And then, you you remember? Oh, yeah. He had an axe, because for some reason he was born with an axe. <laughs> Do you not remember the guy in the void in the egg with the axe? Yeah. His sweat right. became episode rain. One. His voice was preserved of thunder. That's the dude. I'm not just reading the uh, episode script. Yep. <laughs> yeah, episode 130. Anyway, <laughs> so Pangu was like the first like being or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we never really talked about the first humans. And I realized a lot of the time we do mythology, human creation stories are some of the first myths we do when we talk about that particular type of mythology. And we never really did that with Chinese mythology. So we'd, I'd like to take this moment to do it now, if you would like. Yes. And I've got to ask, Dan, since this is a short one, do you think, how, how many Chinese episodes do you think we have left? I think we have one more left after this I mean, one. I think episode this, oh, 140 will be our last Chinese myth. We're going to yeah. do a Chinese um, characters where I talk about all the amazing creatures in Chinese mythology. They don't have their own myths, but they have interesting like things and they appear in other myths. And well, we they have strong vibes. They have strong vibes. Strong yeah. vibes. Cool. All right. So, um, do you want me to start or do you want to start? You can start. You can start. All right. So this is called Fuxi and Nuar, the parents of humanity. Is that, am I saying that right, Dan? You are saying that right. Fuxi and Nuar, yeah. Oh, you're going for a Fuxi, yeah. I went for Fuxi, yeah. I think yeah. it's like more Chinese sounding. Okay. Fuxi and Nuar were twins who each had the face of a human superimposed on the body of a serpent. Oh, this is pure mist territory straight away. You know, you know, we, you know, it's been a while since we've had a, like a really high scorer, and this is looking pretty good. Superimposed little uh, look. Basically, Chinese like, mythology uh, has come up for us in the past. Though we've had some pretty good scores in some of these Chinese mythology ones. That's true, but I like I like this human serpent. It looks like imagine it looks a little bit like a a sperm. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. Just thinking back, by the way, to episode one hundred and thirty-six when we had um, uh, a beecher and his crazy rules yes. for the ying, for the yang realm. Good times. Yes. And um, how the tables have turned. Remember in Greek mythology, uh, where I knew everything. I don't like this anymore. Yeah, we don't do Matt's Matt's Myth Corner anymore because that would just be you in silence. <laughs> like the start of this podcast was. Good callback. Carry on. Serpents, serpent people. Yeah. Okay. After being sole survivors of a great flood. Uh do you reckon that's the same flood as Noah's Ark? Not relevant. Let's move on. Um <laughs> Well, I think it. loads of loads of mythology have their great flood creation myth, don't they? They all have a great flood somewhere in their history, which is why there's that Graham Hancock guy that goes around on Netflix saying about how he thinks that there was a human civilization before the Ice Age, but then they got wiped out by the uh, flood. Because why would it be that so many stories start with a flood? Probably because it's quite a common thing about, you know, uh, yeah. you know. I think it's just rising sea levels in it. Yeah. Carry on. Anyway, they were, uh, Fuji and Nua were survivors, sole survivors of a great flood. Not a mediocre flood, a great flood. Um, and they're... <laughs> I'm just having a fun time tonight, Dan. <laughs> the pair find themselves on the mythical Kunlun Mountains and sought the advice of a of a heaven or heaven, heaven. Sought the advice of heaven. Oh, heaven! Yeah, sorry. I, 
I got Even is with a TH, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I just got distracted because of my earlier joke. You didn't respond to it. And uh, I just <laughs> made me laugh too much. The pair found themselves on the mythical Kunlun Mountains and sought the advice of heaven as to whether they should get married and repopulate Earth with human beings. Now, Kunlun, um, famous in Marvel comics for Iron Fist. Um, did you know that? I did not. Yeah, pretty cool. Kunlun Mountains. Um, and also, so the, these two snake snake bozos are going like the the slivering up mountain being like all right should we get married <laughs> should we asking the gods should we get married and uh, maybe have that conversation with the, the partner first though do you know what i mean uh well, can we also make it clear that I don't know if you've forgotten the bit about the beginning when they're twins they're si- oh. they're brother and sister oh God, I didn't know that oh God, that's yeah. way worse oh God you knew while were twins they're they're siblings so I feel. Okay, that adds a context. They're going to heaven, uh, the device of heaven, because they know what they're doing is a bit funky. That's, that's, you know. So imagine the scene. You're there on a mountain, the sole survivor of a flood, with you and your twin sister. And she says, oh, God, we're going to have to repopulate the earth. And he says, oh, God, yeah, we should. Mm, I feel like this might, uh, we might have to ask permission from the gods for this, because that's maybe a bit weird but also needs must perhaps do you know what i mean like cost benefit you know (laughs) nothing nothing says let's save the world like cost benefit (laughs) so also like you know you can get really messed up kids if you're twins (laughs) and you have babies well they are already serpents so maybe maybe that's where we come from maybe we're the incest of a serpent baby well i think we are this is fact, of course. Yeah. Famously, this myth, this myth podcast is 100% fact. Anyway. Um, so anyway, yeah, just, just reminding you of that small detail. But yeah, they're going to ask the gods whether they can get married to repopulate the earth. Well, at least they're being sensible. They're like, look, we, don't, we can't have sex before we get married. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Let's they, do it. You know, come on. I know we're brother and sister, but come on. We can't just be crazy with this. They're, they're you know, they're, they're good eggs who uh, just want to do a little bit of incest. What? It's really interesting. <laughs> Call back to the myth, to the jingle. Just want to make that clear for people that didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, and also, I like it. <laughs> it's got to the point of the episode where he's, he, you, know, you don't find anything enjoyable anymore, but you are acknowledging I'm making jokes. Because <laughs> just say what they are. <laughs> uh, anyway. Funny. Therefore, therefore the, the two saucy incest twins, Fuchi and Nuar, resorted to... Divi- Divination, di- divine, div- divination, divination. You've got to get the right inflection there. Fuchi and Nuar each... Cl- <laughs> I'm not, not going to edit this. Uh, Fuchi and Nuar each climbed to the peak of two different mountains and lit a fire. They agreed that if the smoke went straight up, it would mean their union was not approved. On the contrary, if their smoke intertwined, it would mean the heaven approved of their marriage okay that is a wild wild suggestion right it's like right you sliver up that mountain over there light a fire and hopefully <laughs> the wind will mean we can fuck <laughs> that's exactly what happened the beacons were lit and they yeah i picture like a beacons of ministereth scene from yes Lord of the Rings, yes where like they both run <laughs> Light the fire. Yeah, like Gondor needs aid. <laughs> you just see that what only deleted scenes you don't see it, but you see two serpents just fucking bashing it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Two serpents bashing it. Well, there's a phrase. <laughs> if only that was could be the name of the title of this episode. <laughs> Do you reckon they were like, if the fire goes straight up, we cannot be together. But if they intertwine, then we can have sex. And they both hit their fire and we're like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or one of them was kind of like too into it, being like, right, uh, okay, let's let's do it. And uh, I'm going to go to that mountain. Like, only that mountain. That's like two meters away. But it's like, it's like two meters away. And the wind's going in that direction. Oh, is it? Oh, what a shame. Yeah, well, you know, the gods. <laughs> He's there with, you know, a bottle of bubbly and uh, some roses. Like, hmm, mi amore. <laughs> <laughs> how, how it's funny because we're talking about siblings having sex. Hilarious. <laughs> anyway, um, so um yeah um I feel like uh I feel like that's a bit of a bad vibe and also I feel if they're gonna go to that effort to do that just just give it just just go for it. Do you ever get um triggered when we talk about incest in these myths from that time you <laughs> made out with your cousin? Uh, she's married now. Oh yeah, <laughs> to me <laughs> with with your brother. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, married. Um, wasn't invited to the wedding. I think that would have been quite awful. Oh, that's weird. That's yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> yes, uh, and I, I like to think that at her wedding, maybe, maybe an awkward cousin also kissed another cousin. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Maybe the cycle mm. will continue. Mm. For context, and again, I must explain, I can't remember what episode it is, for people that are only just listening, because people don't always listen to these things in orders, Matt, we now have to go back and explain that <laughs> one of the episodes you explained how you made out with a girl at a wedding, only for your mum to point out that, that you were actually be- legit cousins, and that like, you just didn't, and you didn't no, like, know that. Because, like, 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 twice removed second cousin kind of vibe, do you know what I mean? Like, someone, someone I've never met before, never seen afterwards, uh, despite constant Facebook messages, so... Um, Yes, um, never, never mind. Um, but yeah, married now. Married, sadly. Sadly. <laughs> sadly? <laughs> well, not, not, not oh. sadly. But yeah. Oh, okay. Um, good times. So, yeah. <laughs> good times. Anyway. Yeah. I, I don't get I, triggered I, by that. You don't get triggered. Okay, good. Thank God. Triggered. Okay, thank God. Okay. If, if well, I wonder, well, I wonder what's going to happen with this. I, I, be, I guess the, the smoke went straight up and the, the end of the myth. Nope. Get ready for two serpents bashing it. They lit the flames and the smoke from the two fires intertwined. Like, instantly. Fucking hell. The two siblings then got married. Who Who is there to and like, do the, the, the rites of the, of, the, of the wedding if there's only those two? I guess the gods? It's not really implied, actually. When I was researching this myth, I did try and find. It's just implied that they asked heaven for permission and then made themselves get married. Again, I think, you know, when you're the only two people, you're, you're kind of everything, aren't you? You're just like, well, I guess I'm the vicar. Look, they're only doing this to make themselves feel better about having to bash, <laughs> as, you, as you so wonderfully yeah. put it. Yeah. And like, if it helps them get through this, then fine. One of them is enjoying it more than the other, though. Yeah, I mean, one of them's like, like they suggested the idea, and the other one's like, "Yeah, suppose." And you know for sure it's the man. No, I do. Hey, you know, we do, don't, you know, it could be anyone. Who was the man? Um, it was okay. Fuji, yeah, Fuji is the man, of course. By the way, I don't know if you knew that. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, anyway, what happened next then? In one version of the story, the couple had a child. Whom they Aww. cut up and scattered across the world, thus resulting in the human race. 
No, that fucks me off. That triggers me. <laughs> do Fucking you think? Hell. Do you think they were upset that they had an incest baby, so they cut up the baby and scattered it around the world? Are they? They really do. Like, did they ask the gods for, for that permission? <laughs> then they just did it. Like, did they have to get what? Like, go go to uh, a sea and like uh, blow some bubbles up, and if the bubbles intertwine, then they fucking cut up the bloody child. Yeah, you know I mean, like they're quite intense people. These, yeah, you know I mean, yeah. There's a lot. I mean, that's just one version. I don't think you know. I think people, you know, maybe that is what happened, but you know, we like to think that something else happened instead because it's sad to think of a baby getting caught up and scattered around the world. Yeah, like that's yeah. I'm gonna say that's gonna score quite highly in the WTF. It is, it is. But what happened? But the other version, would you like to know? Yes, please. Um, in the more common version, human beings were created from clay. That, that's nice. Nuwa, as the primary character in this myth, she's the one who initiates the creation process. Why Fu Chi is usually presented as just her assistant, a bit like uh, you know, like uh, in in the birthing process, like the woman mm. is the one initiating the creation creation process. Fu Chi, it's just got snacks. Exactly. Exactly. See, that's a more balanced way to look at it rather than just saying the man's horny down. So let's let's be modern men actually. Let's be to- let's not be toxic, okay? Nuar is racked by loneliness and decides to create creatures out of mud to keep her company. Yeah. Nuar created a vast number of clay animals. She made a different type of animal for six consecutive days. Hmm. Not the second Name six can- animals right now, go. Okay, um, I'm gonna say um, um, ostrich, kangaroo, elephant, peacock, um, fucking uh, you know seagulls, dodos, and uh, a, a Rottweiler. All right, pretty sure that was eight, but um, you are right. correct on all of those. <laughs> was that the one she made? Yeah, <laughs> she famously created <laughs> those fa- most famous of Chinese animals. Uh, no, she created a chicken. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna do, okay, this is actually what we're gonna do. I'm gonna name each of these six and you're gonna give me a quick one sentence story about a time when you, in your life where you've had an interaction with this animal. Okay. <laughs> a chicken. Um, I can't don't think I've ever like I don't think I've held one, but I think I, I seen one from afar and I keep going. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Just to reiterate for the next five, you don't have to do impressions if you don't want to. Okay, uh, but uh, they will. <laughs> they will. But they will. A dog. Um, I once tried to become a dog walker because uh, I was a comedian, not earning enough money, and I took a few pictures with dogs, and I looked like a dog napper. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a, and I looked a bit kind of desperate. Nice, a boar. Um, the Calalithian boar from episode sixteen and seventeen of Myths. That was a good one. Where all the, the it was like the Avengers got together for that. Uh, but in real life, uh, I've never. I don't think I met a boar in real life, uh, other than uh, my line manager. <laughs> <laughs> a sheep um yeah just i've lived in north yorkshire and been on farms sheeps are, are just nice they're very chill animals um yeah cool thought that was about to be how you lost your virginity story but don't worry about it uh cow <laughs> cows um yes i i um a lot of highland cows near, near where i live and uh yeah just uh i used to live in uh when i used to live at my granddad's house here we just had highland cows uh, at the backyard you know, and so, some people have like rabbits or you know like uh wildlife but we had highland cows 
Right, for, for context, when you say we, my, my granddad's house, we just had cows in the backyard, wasn't it a beef farm? Isn't it is that exactly farm. where you expect yeah. to find cows in the backyard? Yeah, yeah but like, 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 it's like in, like, there was like the, the paddocks bit where like all the main less important cows, then those hiring cows were just, were just hanging out in like the oh, VIP I see paddock. The special cows. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Good story. And lastly, the sixth was a horse. Uh, okay. Uh, once I used to work on a, a little farm, uh, picking up pieces of horse poo around the stables and stuff like that. Um, there was once a horse called Banjo, a Shetland pony, who I got along quite well with. The first horse I met, made a bit of a bond with him. Um, uh, maybe too much of a bond one time because uh, I was picking up poo in the field, uh, and he came over to me, and I've got to say, the biggest horse penis I've ever seen in my life. It's a huge erection, and uh, I was just a bit like, oh. Whoa, 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 buddy! Let's uh, let's let's chill off a bit here. Um, uh, it's it's not you know it's it's not you, it's me. You know, like uh, I I feel we're better as friends and stuff like that. I, I just kind of employed the skills I I had when I was uh, I've heard in my life before. So uh, yeah, so I, that, that's the kind of thing I, I that's a true story. I'm really glad we did that. <laughs> Meg, can't believe you can't be turned off for that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> wow that I, good? Knew, I was like i'm really amazed that nothing penis related has come up yet and then boom there it is big horse penis because of matt um but yeah big horse penis made sick of course i've seen a horse's penis i mean everyone who's ever seen a horse has seen a horse's penis well, not necessarily you could see a female horse this is true but you know um <laughs> Anyway, so chicken, dog, boar, sheep, cow, and horse. Really good animals. Good job. Bit boring, if you ask me. I actually think your first list was way better. Yeah. Let us know. She's just gone boring farmyard animals. No. Let us know. But on the seventh day, Matt, on the seventh day of creation. And of course, there are parallels with the Christian stories. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know, this is always the seventh day, isn't it? Because seven days a week, kind of crazy. On the seventh day, she created human beings out of clay. And this myth, Matt, is the basis for the celebration in Taoism of Human Day, which falls on the seventh day of the Chinese New Year. That makes so much sense. So much sense. So much sense. Um, Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I've learned a lot, Dan. Not the biggest myth, but... uh, It's pretty good. It's a pretty pretty good good. Pretty interesting. It's not bad. It's not bad. Worth, Worth its own episode, I felt. Absolutely. Uh, And Dan, I think we should head straight over to El Myth Corner. Let's do it. See that was more that was more smooth that one. So let's pop down our cups and let's start to rank this one, people. Mm. Oh, let's nice slice the cake and deliberate. Um, I am a slick broadcaster sometimes. Um, <laughs> okay, so Dan, um, what do we mark this out of? We mark this out of four categories. Each category is out of ten for a possible total score of 40. Those categories are life skills, the practical things we learn from this myth. Morals, the moral things we learn from this myth. Mm -hmm. Creativity, the creativity, the narrative. How good a piece of writing was this myth? And lastly, and everyone's favourite, WTF. The what the fuck factor. Just how messed up is this myth? 
how messed up is this myth? Well, let's start with uh, life lessons here, because I think um, life skills even, and uh, that's because I think we learned quite a lot. Firstly, we learned how to uh, um, bash your sister. <laughs> We learned how to uh, bash our serpents. We we, we learned how to uh, create a fire. Uh, I've in just never heard to... anyone call it a call it bashing before. I'm just really you never heard that. it go bashing. You never no. bash. <laughs> well, you've uh, done. You've never lived until you've done. A bash, bash is a party, isn't it? A birthday bash. It can be both. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Uh, a bash is a party, what? but like, it, yes, perhaps it's a more vulgar term. But oh, I bashed it. Oh. What do you think Bashful's all about? The seven, the one of the seven dwarves. That's he's, true. That's a whole other he's, scene. Of... He's 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 a little bit horny. You know what I mean? Anyway, sorry. That's that's rude. Good question. What have we learned? We've well, we have actually learned how to light fires. Mm-hmm. We've learned how to get married. We've we learned how, how to procreate. We have actually learned that. Jokes aside, we learned um, how to contact the the heavens and the gods. We learned how to contact heaven. They didn't really explain how they did that. They just sort of asked, I guess. We also um, learned. We also learned how to uh, swim because of the the flood. Yeah, I guess they survived on the Kunlun Mountains. Yep. We we learned how to get rid of our loneliness. I guess we learned how to make lots of animals out of clay. It's pretty impressive. Mm. I think I'm going to say one. I'm going to say a number, and you okay, actually going to say a number at the same time because you're a okay, magician. Okay, you yeah. can you can think what I'm okay. saying. I'm gonna tele- telepathy it to you, and you're gonna you're gonna see it. Guess it's just gonna be any random number. No, no, no. I'm gonna I'm thinking of a number of a number, and you're using your magic skills. You're gonna yeah. guess what that number is. All right. Should we go three, two, one? Oh, don't just say it now. You say it, and I'll tell if you're right. Twenty-four. For fuck's sake, no! Out of ten, isn't it? You, 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 you're you're not worth your salt. Um, if it is try again. 20... Try again. <laughs> okay. Wait, which one? Wait. Which one's ten again? <laughs> Four. No, God no. It's, it's, it's five. No, I think it's oh, an eight. It can't like. be an eight. Oh an eight. no! I it's knew you were eight. gonna whip out an eight. Oh. Are you? Are you joking, Matt? This can't be an eight. How is it? We know we just eight. mentioned a few things, but it can't be an eight. Surely. It's pretty. I'll meet big in the middle. Go six. I'll do six. Yeah. All right. Six. Fine. Fine. I feel that you. Like, we've had myths where people are like. Building boats and fighting wars and like building like entire worlds. I suppose they did. Life they skills. did literally build Life humans. Skills. That's true. Actually, Life they skills. did build clay. And uh, how can it be more? Seven, actually. more maybe yeah, it's a seven. Yeah, put it as seven. Right, it's a seven. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I love just, how I didn't have to argue that. <laughs> when I say something, you hate it, and then you talk yourself around. Morals time. What moral lessons we learned? Don't don't hate any sister. <laughs> Yeah, like you know, actually, it worked out for him. So, are there morals? No, is the moral to do incest because it's a good thing because it creates humans? I don't know. Um, well, don't chop up your baby. That's a moral. Yeah, and also then she's lonely afterwards. So maybe you know, pick a lane, pick a lane. But to be fair, it's two different versions of the myth. So, fair dues. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Hmm. I th- I I think it's low, maybe a three or a two, three. I think so too. I think so too. I think I think maybe even a two. I just gotta be honest with ourselves. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, creative. I think it's kind of creative. I like the idea of the Great Flood. I like the idea on the mythical mountains. Uh, the fact that they're serpents, um, that they make human beings. The fact that they're twins, sometimes seen as conjoined twins. I've seen in paintings. Um, sometimes. 
I like, yeah, I like the idea that it's like the animals out of clay and then we're the seventh. I like, I like seeing the parallels between all these myths, you know, through all the different civilizations mm-hmm. and how there's so many parallels between like on the seventh day, they created humans. That comes up a lot in all myths. Um, yeah. I think in, I'm thinking like a seven or six. Yeah, I think six. Six, cool. I like it, but like, remember, we're doing this base, you know, five's kind of average, and it's definitely above average, but it's not like crazy. Okay, so WTF, obviously, the, the kid being cut up is one of the worst things, right? Yeah, that's pretty messed up. They chopped up their incest child and threw them around the world. Incest, <laughs> um, um, that's pretty messed up. Yeah, what am I thinking? That's messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's super messed up. I feel like it just sort of happened. Oh, come on. I, of... I think you're a little bit desensitized here because, like, there is there is a cutting of a child, there's incest, there's a, you know, like, it's it's a bit weird. I feel it's worthy of at least a five or a six. I think definitely a five because okay. it's got to be down the middle. Like, there was some stuff yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But nice. it's an intense five, to be fair. Um, that is a total of 20, I believe. Bang on middle. Lovely stuff. Bang in the middle. Bash in the middle. <laughs> Don't be bashing in the middle. Um, anyway, Dan, have you enjoyed today's episode? I really have, Matthew. It's always delightful. I always have a lovely time, and I hope you did too. And do you know who else I wish has a lovely, lovely time this episode? Any suggestions? Meg, because we mentioned my. Oh, no, she hasn't listened to this far. It's actually, uh, if you remember a couple episodes ago, we talked to uh, Dr. S. Hawk or Shite Hawk. Shite Hawk got back in touch with us after we our. We did speak to Shite Hawk. Yes, yes, of course. He, I remember him from emailing in. Yes, please. And there was a, a, a an email eight days ago. It says, Listen here, Lord Baby Matthew. He likes to call me Lord and a baby, which I'm not. I'm not a Lord, landlord, or a baby. Uh, um, he says, where's the next episode? It's right here. Yours in Christ, Dr. S. Hawk. Thank you, Shite Hawk. Uh, it, yes, it's here. And we're going to try and put out some more stuff more regularly. But uh, yeah, do bear with us. But Dan's got a beard now. A lot of responsibility. That's going to take a lot of time. There's a lot going on for him, you know? Yeah, moving rooms. <laughs> yeah, you know, that stuff that I do. Just doing all my stuff, aren't I? All the stuff, buddy. All the stuff. But hey, um, if you'd like to get in touch with us and chat to us about any old bollocks, you can chat to us at, what's our, what's our email, Dan? Mispodcast.gmail.com Oh, I, I was worried you wouldn't remember it then. And uh, how can people support us? By listening. And telling a friend. And if you want to support me directly, why don't you join my Patreon? Yes. It's yeah, you awesome. can actually just give him that money, actually. If you like what he's been, <clears throat> if you like what he's been selling this episode. Yeah. And what I'm selling is a cup of a uh, cup of a coffee and my t-shirt. So there you go. The, um, it's the, the cafe is a analogy. It's also real life as well. Come to Matt's cafe. It's twenty pounds a, a pint of coffee. <laughs> Famously, you drink coffee in the pints. <laughs> Imagine that weird. Okay, Did you just that, hear that? Yeah, that was very. That loud. was the loudest motorbike I've ever heard in my whole life. There was an ambulance went past earlier, which sounded a bit like a uh, a ghost going past. It was a it was it was very in, intense. But Dan, um, we'll see you next time. Wait, what? We will. Sorry, what? I thought it was coming back. It wasn't. Okay. Um, we will. Um, yes, I'll, I'll be here next time. 
Yeah. Uh, well, good. That was the implication. Um, but yes, I've been Matt Hoss. I'm Dan Rhodes. And we'll see you next time for Myths. It's Mythalicious. Bye. Let's see if they're all your track work, you fucking squiggly bastard. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Myths. Myths. <laughs>